It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots about who we are physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. And we truly are extremely complex, and yet at the same time, pretty simple. If you just uh, step back and and look at who we are on that vibrational level. Um, I have a website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. There's 276 shows there now. And so my guest uh, today has been on a number of those shows. I always have a great time with Victoria Hawkins. And so uh, please, um, you know, check out some of her older shows by going to that website. You'll also see a link into Boomers Forever Young. Uh, That is a nutrition company that sponsors the show. And they have amazing products that I've been using for five years. Um, Victoria used uh, one of the products when she was doing one of her Um, Every year she goes to the Appalachian Mountains and picks some part of the trail uh, to walk on. And I remember uh, her using it a number of years ago now, but uh, helping with strength and endurance and it reduces inflammation in the body. Um, So check out their website. There's thousands literally of testimonies there now. And uh, they have a lot of videos. They have their own podcast. And so it's a wealth of information for anybody who is desiring to get healthy. If you uh, choose to order any of their products, when you check out on the discount, if you just put in my first name, L-U-C-Y, then you're going to get $5 off of your order. And my goodness, today, that's a gallon of gas. So um, (laughs) it helps. I think everything uh, today probably does help a little bit. All right, so let's get started with the show. Welcome back, Victoria. And uh, I know we're going to be talking about something that's kind of unique about surrendering and sitting with nature and simplifying your life. And I think I, after just moving into my new house, I thought I'd gotten rid of a lot of stuff prior to the move because I was donating like crazy and I still have a lot of stuff. And I was laughing this morning with um, a counseling client that I have. And I was talking with him about the fact that, you know, we come into life, you know, with our birthday suit, Uh, We're maybe eight pounds, uh, so many ounces, and uh, we have nothing. And we leave with nothing. And yet we accumulate stuff, you know, for our entire lifetime and then try to figure out what am I going to do with all of it? So, uh, you know, it was a, it was eye opening as I moved. (laughs) So I bet. And it really was. Um, So how does this apply to all of us as far as just learning to surrender, I'm guessing to the universe, to guidance from beyond and listening with both ears and simplifying our lives so that it's not so crazy. Yeah. I I'll start with the first word and you can, you know, you can see it's three simple steps, I guess you would say. Um, But the first word to me, that surrender word has always been a really important yet sometimes challenging thing to do. I personally tend to have a personality from growing up, at least it's, it's shifted quite a bit, I think, but I've had a personality where I 
have felt like I can do it all (laughs) for myself. And I have learned over the years to reach out for help, to let go of certain things. And that surrender word comes up for me quite a bit. It probably was about, um, maybe about seven or eight years ago now, I decided, and you've heard me talk about the sadhanas that I do. Um, This is a practice that comes out of of yogic lifestyle. And a sadhana is typically a 21-day commitment to something, something enriching your life. I I sometimes relate it to Lent for people who practice that uh, during the months before Easter or the weeks before Easter. And it's the same type of thing. You know, you might be letting go of something or you might be bringing something new in, but you're focusing for 21 days on one specific commitment that you've made. So a number of years ago now, I decided to do a sadhana on surrendering. And each day I contemplated that word and what I could surrender or let go of. And like I said, this comes out of yogic philosophy for me. We have a word in yoga, um, a tenant really called aparagraha, which means non-grasping. So it's really the opposite or a paragrapha, a paragraha means not to hold on. <laughs> and I always think of it with like, we have our claws and things at times. And sometimes those things can be things that we are looking to create and we're excited about, but maybe I'm holding on too tightly and feeling a bit controlling about it. Or other times it might be, I'm grasping and holding on to something that I don't even enjoy anymore or doesn't serve me anymore or an old feeling or experience, and it's causing that, you know, pain and suffering to happen. So for me personally, those years ago, that surrender time and that purposeful everyday commitment to surrendering something, sometimes it was literally like an item. Uh, I remember going through my jewelry at the time. And because Lucy and I have seen each other in person, I, I love jewelry. I love stones and crystals. (laughs) I love to wear them. So I often accumulate, like you were talking about, Lucy, accumulate various things from different places. And after a while, honestly, it's just more than what I would wear on a, you know, monthly basis, let's say. And so I remember one of the days during that particular surrender sadhana. And I've done this again at times. I went through my jewelry cabinet area and I found some things that I just wasn't really utilizing anymore. And I gifted those to some friends that I thought would really enjoy them. And so that was one of my acts of surrender. But some of the others were things like um, worries that were on my mind at that time. And at the time it was sort of a a shift in time for me for career time and and looking to make some changes for myself. And so another aspect of the surrender that I often do is I'll, I'll literally write down on little pieces of paper what it is that I'm letting go of. Um, so it might be a worry, or maybe it is a job that you are thinking it's not suiting you anymore and you're looking to move into something new, but you don't even know what that new thing is yet. 
just surrendering the current situation or job or relationship or home, whatever it may be, often I have found allows us to open up to what the next step is or the next opportunity is. Um, So that idea of surrender has been something that has been on my mind for years at this point, because one of the things that I I'm not a, I'm not a real things person. I think we've kind of talked about this before. A lot of our guests, if they've heard me talk before, they know that the Appalachian trail hike is a backpacking adventure for me that I do every year. I don't carry very many things on that. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't want to, I've learned to carry less and less every year to make my movements more, you know, comfortable and enjoyable on the trail. Um, so I can, I really can live and even live joyfully with very little, but one of the things that I noticed for me that personally is that I would accumulate things in my mind, Mm -hmm. like thoughts, you know, ruminating on those things. And those have been some of the things for me to really let go of, um, looking for those ideas that I'm just rolling over and over and over And I do tend to be a future focused person. If I'm not living in the moment, I'm thinking about what's coming next. (laughs) (laughs) I do reflect upon the past, but I I haven't been someone who tends to go backwards and kind of dwell too much in the past. Mm. I would say I'm good at reflecting on the past and learning from it. But where I get snagged is thinking about the future. But, you know, I'm going to, you know, mention something here because I know you and I are very much alike in that regard. Mm -hmm. If you are a busy person, which I know you are and I know I am, then if you don't plan a little bit in the future, you know, the moment comes and it's like, okay, I've got to go to the bank. I've got to go to the grocery store. I have to, you know, whatever it is that you have to do and you have to fit it in. And so that's part of the planning is making sure that you are not going totally crazy, trying to, uh, you know, run at the last minute to go do something. And so if you have it somewhat organized and planned, then you can relax and handle all of the busyness, if you will. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, calendars and lists are still my friend. I love, I love post-its because <laughs> I get to, as I do something, I get to wad it up and throw it away. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. I know I tend to cross off lists or even with my phone, if I have my lists on my phone often now, I'll put little stars next to the things that I have completed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big, uh, you know, check the list put the star on it, do whatever it is that that kind of helps you feel that accomplishment, which I do think is really valuable actually. And in some ways too, you know, surrender to me is also about, I definitely am very good at making a plan. That is something I've learned over many years. And I feel like is a strong point for me. Then the surrender piece for me is allowing myself to let go of that trusting that if the plan is shifted in some way, or it doesn't go the exactly the way that I thought that there is a divine reason or a, a, a bigger overarching umbrella. Yeah, reason. You're right. Yeah. And, and I, I have gone through that. I would say in the last couple of years in particular, mm-hmm. because um, there's always a lesson 
You know, if, yes. if the shift is going in a certain direction and you can't do what you thought you were going to do, then there's usually something even better that the universe yes. wants you to experience and a lesson, a gift, you know, in it for you. Yeah, I um you know, that was that statement, the best laid plans, right? right. <laughs> I have a lot of best laid plans that when I do reflect back on how things have shifted and changed for me, you know, sometimes that's something better because I really believe in that too. If if things, I know we're always going to run into various challenges in life and I, mm-hmm. I never want to paint a, you know, life is always rosy picture because right. it's, it's a combination of experiences for sure. I also think sometimes if I am trying too hard to make something happen and I keep hitting roadblocks or obstacles, that that's also something to pay attention to, right? Like, okay, at some point, where is it just being dedicated to moving through the challenges or following the steps? And where is it that the universe is telling me, hey, this is a door that's being closed for you and you may, <laughs> you may right. want to go another way. Right. Um, and those are the times that I think I really employ this idea of, okay, from my human standpoint, from this smaller self version of me, I can only see so far into the future, you know? And like you were saying, I think it's, it's really valuable to learn how to make plans so that you have like better time management in life and you can enjoy your life. And at the same time, recognize that there are moments where I will say, okay, this is not going the way I hoped, or this looks like it's not the right direction. I let go of this. I let go of my grasp on it. And then here's one of the statements that I use. And this is like me talking to my guides please show me my next best step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and then, and you know, this kind of leads me to that second. It, of course, all three of these things go hand in hand. That's why we're talking about them together. But as I allow myself to surrender my own idea of controlling the situation and say, please show me my next, my, you know, next best step where I tend to do best in listening to that is nature. And you know that about me, but I wanted to state that too, for any listeners that are new to me, nature is, I feel like nature's magical for all of us because it's the, it is our frequency as human beings. We are part of nature. So for me, if I can even sit on a little you know, speck of a porch (laughs) or (laughs) anything, a patch of grass somewhere. It doesn't have to be much. You don't even have to have very much nature around you. If you feel like you live in a a place, it's more, you know, city dwelling concrete. It could be sitting with a house plant, which I love to do too, you know, is bring in plants as well to bring your nature into your home or your office. Mm -hmm. Um, But sitting there, close to whatever that is and just surrendering, breathing. And, and then I say, listening. And I think you mentioned that earlier too. So when I say I'm sitting in nature, I really am. I'm like, I'm listening, literally listening with my ears. Like if I am outside, I might be listening to 
the wind in the trees or a breeze. Right. You know, I might be listening even to other noises that are around depending on where I am because it may not always be a completely silent. It might be a bird or whatever. Um, there's a great meditation that I sort of, I guess, created in a way from some of my mindfulness practices over the years. And I've taught it to individuals before and I call it um, out to in. So I start with the outside, like what I was just saying, listen with your ears, look with your eyes. What do you see right here? Smell any smells and you're just noticing, right? Even taste, like, do I have a taste in my mouth? Did I just eat something, whatever? And how does my body feel? So if you're seated, how do, you know, how do my sits bones feel? If you're standing, if you're lying down. And just for a few moments, kind of pay attention, then notice your thoughts, whatever thoughts you have. And I imagine them in little clouds floating by <laughs> my mind. <laughs> I'm so visual, right? right? I put them in little clouds and then coming to your breath and then being very conscious of your breath. Inhale in, exhale out. I'm, and I will even say to myself, I'm inhaling in, I'm exhaling out. And as you do that, what will happen for most individuals is it, it does create a relaxation response for your uh -huh. physical body uh -huh. and it takes you down a notch. So if you are having a feeling of stress or anxiety or worry, automatically your body is able to relax down and then you can listen to more, more clearly, I believe to what I call that voice within. And, you know, some people would call it the universe or God speaking to them. All of those things I think are relevant terms. Um, but it's that piece of you that's, that is always there attempting to guide you. And sometimes it's just hard to hear it because we get so full. You right, know? right. Exactly. Hold on to that thought. We're going to take a brief break and have a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever. And it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer products. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection show. And I have as my guest today, Victoria Hawkins. And we're talking about being able to kind of stop and to breathe and to recognize how to sort of go within uh, and reconnect with ourselves and maybe be able to hear what our next step is supposed to be. And if we're too busy, we can't do that, right? Right, right. And that... You know, I guess that leads me to that third piece of this three-part um, ritual, if you want to call it so, sure. um, which is simplifying. And 
I, I don't know that I can overstate the value of simplifying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's something that like, as you said in the beginning, when you were talking about, you know, we come into the world literally with nothing, not even clothes on our back yet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and we collect so much as humans, whether it's actual belongings, um, Ideas and feelings, ideas, relationships, and you know, all of it, none of it's bad. I I would always say none of it's bad, but you can also feel the heaviness sometimes when it's more than what you personally are comfortable with. And I used to say, um, kind of jokingly in some of my wellness workshops and seminars that I did, that for me, I collected jobs for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but at one point I had seven different places that I was working. Oh my gosh. Seven. Seven. I mean, that's a magical number, but that's a lot. (laughs) It is a magical number, isn't it? And for a while it was okay. And, you know, I guess this is where it comes to sometimes things serve you for a bit and then they don't anymore. And reading those signs is important, right? So, um, as again, we've talked about before, I have been a single mom for a lot of years and my boys are men really now I have a 20 year old and almost 17 year old. So my, my youngest son will be going off to senior year next year. Um, when they were younger, I really made a, a conscious effort and commitment to be available to them as much as I could for things like their activities and their schoolwork and things like that, because it was important to me. It was something that I felt was sacred and valuable to me as a mom. It was -hmm. something I wanted to do. Right. And, and so I did arrange my, my work schedule to be able to support them financially and myself, but also to be available. So what that meant was I ended up having a few different types of jobs at various different places. And it was, it was up to seven at one point. Wow. And I, I remember being, becoming distinctly aware of it because my younger son, you know, like when they do in elementary school, they have the thing like for mother's day where they have them draw a picture of mom and say her favorite food is whatever. Right. You know, she is X number of years old, whatever. Well, he came home. I picked him up. Um, the school that the boys went to when they were in elementary was, was walking distance from our home, which was also a choice that I had made. And so we were walking home from school and he said, mom, I told my teacher that you have seven jobs and she didn't believe me. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, huh, do I really have seven? And, and he is, both my kids are very intelligent. He is very, very thoughtful. Like he really thinks about things before he comes up with answers. And he was correct. And I told him, I said, yeah, you are right. I said, do I need to write a note to the teacher? (laughs) He's like, no, it's okay. But it was one of those moments too, that kind of like, I felt like it was, um, it was something that was being revealed to me through his words as well, that it might be time to look at that and make sure it's still serving all of us. Uh, But honestly, myself, first and foremost, and I do say that I know we have listeners that probably are single parents out there. 
Um, but even if you're not a single parent, um, if you are a parent or a guardian of, of young ones, it's really important to also take the time to take care of yourself and support yourself Mm -hmm. because then you actually can be more and more of what you want to be to others. Right. Um, I mean, if you don't have any energy left, you're not good to anybody, including yourself. Correct. And I've always felt that I had to reevaluate, you know, my life based on my parenting at times too. You know, you go, wow, I'm feeling more stressed out or I feel like I'm on edge here. So those are all signs to me that I'm not taking care of myself, right? which means that I'm going to have a harder time being what I want to be in those relationships. And it won't just be with kids. It's also, of course, with our, our partners and, and even friends. Mm-hmm. So at that time I looked and I, I did make a, make some decisions at that point about how to let go of some parts and pieces and simplify the life that I was living. And I guess I want to stress too, that it's not a one-time thing. No, you know? because it, it's, <laughs> it's like our weight, I think, uh-huh. um, you know, you can reach your goal weight. And then if you don't watch pretty carefully, (laughs) you can end up, you know, a pound here, a pound there. And all of a sudden you're 10 pounds above your ideal weight. And so then that's when you have to release again and just say, okay, this is not in my best interest. Um, And I think it's a lot like that is that we forget that we're trying to simplify and we keep adding little things. And then before we know it, we've got a whole pile of it again. Yeah, exactly. And it happens in people's homes even too. And, um, a number of years ago, I haven't, I haven't done it with another individual in a while, but I used to occasionally, um, provide this actually as, as a bit of a, I would call it a therapeutic service really. Um, but it was, it's space clearing and it is something that is a, ritual that does come out of indigenous, um, cultures as well. But the way that I had used it with some individuals was particularly, um, for me, it was women that I mostly worked with on this, um, who had gone through like a life transition of either a divorce or relationship split or a loss of a partner. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they were looking at, either moving or just finding more comfort in the space they were in. Right. And so we were talking about the way that belongings hold energy and hold weight and emotion. And so I would go, um, I wouldn't do all of the cleaning, so to speak with them or the clearing with them. But what I would do is go at the beginning of a week and just spend a couple hours with them on one corner of one room, depending on how much area they were working on. And I asked them to pick, um, you know, pick a, a space or a pile or whatever it looked like for us to look at. And we literally would take each item and say, okay, how, you know, what does this mean to you? Uh-huh. What, what things are attached to this? Right. And it was so interesting because I remember one of the stories, it was like a, 
like a, one of those holiday sweatshirts, you know, before it was popular to wear ugly sweater <laughs> okay. parties. Okay. So this is a little while back before that became like a popularity thing. Uh-huh. But this uh, woman had one of these, like what we might call an ugly sweater, but it was a holiday sweater. And it had been given to her though by a mother-in-law and the mother-in-law was now a, an ex-mother-in-law. And so she was holding this, she'd never even worn it, but she was holding it and talked about the connection that she felt mm-hmm. to that item. And, and so of course, sometimes people would um, decide to keep certain things. Um, sometimes they would decide, oh, you know, I don't need to hold that connection anymore. I could still have that connection through you know, a phone call, getting together for lunch, whatever. Um, and they would give it away. Or sometimes they would just realize they were holding it, thinking that it was going to be useful and it needed to actually be thrown away if it was broken or, you know, non, non-reparable right. or recyclable. Um, so it was a really interesting process. And it was also a really interesting thing to watch, to I mean, to see like the weight come off people mm-hmm. just, and, and they always, in my experience with the people I worked with, they always felt more motivated at that time to then continue that process. Right. And then if they got stuck, maybe we'd do it again. But what I found was it really got them going on a, a way where they could begin to clear out and simplify their actual homes and make it a fresh place for them or be ready for a fresh start if they were moving somewhere else. Right. And so when I do think about simplifying, even if it means simplifying, like I was talking about, I had collected all these jobs, it might mean that I need to let go of those jobs. But another great ritual for people to employ is to actually get rid of things in your house because it's always related. I find Mm -hmm. you'll hold stuff and you'll be holding somewhere else too. Right. I had a storage area because I moved to Florida 21 years ago. Okay. And I had a storage area that had, you know, it was uh, climatized. So things were safe there. And so everything came with me on the move because the storage area is an hour from here. So I got everything out of storage and I'm still going through some of the boxes, but I had gone through them in storage and then determined this gets donated, this travels with me. Mm -hmm. And now I'll make the decision as to whether it stays with me or goes to maybe a grandchild or, you know, somebody. Um, And I have found that it's kind of nice as I give things away to know that somebody else is appreciating them for the first time. So if I donated to Goodwill, then I know that somebody is going to pay, you know, a portion for an item that I used to have and it will bring them happiness maybe. And so that's sort of a nice feeling is I'm not throwing it away, but I'm giving it to a person who is actually going to maybe treasure it or love it for a while. And so that's, that's pretty cool to, you know, to do that. And, you know, yes, I have tons of memories with all of these things, but it's time because they were in the past and it's time to, you know, be more in the present, not just always looking at things that I held on to for years Mm -hmm. and years and years. Yeah. And I love that too. Cause again, with yoga, you'll hear us say a lot of times, um, you know, let, let go of things that don't serve you anymore. Mm -hmm. And I always think about that, that it can be let go 
uh, with gratitude because it served you at some point Mm -hmm. (laughs) and someone else will be served by it. Right. Um, and just as you were mentioning about when you give away something, someone else has a chance to get it. And then often for a price point that meets their needs at that time. Right. And so it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty amazing thing that as we let go, there's always someone else that benefits. Right. And I, I would always tell myself that too, as I changed jobs or career times and whatever is that if I keep holding on to a position that I'm not meant for, then I'm not allowing that to be an opportunity for someone else who's going to love right. it right? or be ready for it, or that's going to be the skills that they need to develop. So those are things that I think also help us when, you know, when, for me, when I, when I was considering some of the things that I needed to do recently, which is, I always speak of with you, um, our topics are always relevant to my own personal life too. I like to share what I'm learning and working on with everyone. And Mm -hmm. when I was sitting in nature, I, that's what I was hearing again and, you know, time to simplify again. And like you said, part of it is just our, our belongings. And that was kind of where I started. And then sometimes that leads me to then look at, okay, well, can I come back to what are the most important things for for me to focus my energy on? We've talked a lot about what's sacred Mm -hmm. and that also that changes at times for us at different phases of our life as to what we want to put our time and energy into and where we want to direct our skills. So when I hear simplify, usually it also means come back to what is for me to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. and for what's for me to be putting my focus and energy on right because then you don't get so spread out and I think that's where we start to feel too taxed yeah I I absolutely agree um so do you have a parting word for our (laughs) our audience and sure uh, also let them know how they can reach out to you absolutely So yes, I would just love to share those three words again, that I think are a great way to come back into your center and feel a lot less heavy in life to feel lifted and grateful. Um, And so we talked today about surrender, Mm -hmm. sitting to me, sitting in nature and simplifying. And if they love to connect with me more, they can always visit wingedtreasures.com, W-I-N-G-E-D-T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-S.com. And they can also find all of my classes that I teach in the world of dance and yoga at hipniquestudio.com, H-I-P-N-I-Q-U-E-S-T-U-D-I-O. So yeah, thank you again. It was, it's always so nice to be with you, Lucy. It's fun. I, you're one of my favorite people to interview. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you again in uh, November, about the middle yes. of November before Thanksgiving. And uh, for everybody out there, please go check out the website again, because Victoria has a number of shows there. And that is www.synergyconnectionradio.com. And of course, we're on Spotify and all the other major platforms. Um, so, you know, the shows are 
are available for people who want to listen as they walk or exercise or whatever they might be doing. Um, you know, it's portable. So thank you again, Victoria and everybody out there. Please go out there and make this your very best life. See you next time. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.